Welcome to I Guess We're Grown Ups Now, episode 23. I am Carrie Halstead. And I'm Brooke Shelley. Hi, Brooke. Hey. So uh, today's topic is going to be about New Year's resolutions and traditions and stuff like that, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, just wanted to remind people that uh, links and show notes can be found at goodstuff.fm slash grownup slash 23 for today's episode. Um, you can also find us on iTunes where you can subscribe and we're on Twitter at grownups underscore FM. Today's episode is brought to you by FeedPress. FeedPress is an analytics and podcast hosting platform made for bloggers and post- podcasters. FeedPress is a simple, intuitive and powerful RSS analytics and podcast hosting platform. Featuring powerful subscriber and podcast download tracking, integrated newsletters, automated publishing to popular social networks such as Twitter and Facebook, a slick drag and drop podcast hosting interface, and everything you need in order to submit an optimized feed to iTunes. With 250 meg of flexible file storage that rolls over monthly, you can easily upload four episodes per month. Upgrading storage is easy and affordable, starting at a flat rate of just $20 per gig. Go to feed.press slash grownups today and sign up to try FeedPress for 14 days with no contracts or commitments. Use promo code grownups during checkout to get 10% off your first year. Thanks to FeedPress and goodstuff.fm for hosting. I guess we're grownups now. All right, on to the show. So, uh, Brooke, we are recording this on New Year's Eve Eve. Uh, who knows when it will get published? Probably Valentine's Day, the way I do things <laughs> around here. Uh, I joked about that last episode and then totally did my joke. So hopefully that it won't happen this time. But uh, believe it or not, today's topic is topical to New Year's. Um, and we're going to talk about all things, uh, you know, resolutions and promises to ourselves and traditions around um, what what we have as adults, uh, traditions around New Year's. So yeah. Um, happy <laughs> holidays, first of all. Um, yeah, happy holidays. Do you have this week I'm off still, work? I, I actually, yeah, I took it off. I've been off since um, Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So me too. Um, I was actually impressed that you got the podcast edited considering <laughs> the kids and all that. Um, I I have another podcast and I barely got it edited and I don't have any children. So it's, yeah, it's just that time of year for sloth. It is. And that is really why um, it took so long to get edited. I think this time is because it's so, so many things going on in December and you just try to make it through without freaking out. And yeah, so totally it got out. <laughs> Podcasting's a hobby. It it's not not exactly, you know, a high, super high priority on, I think, either of our lists of things to get done in the day, but we get it done. Yeah, yes. we get it done. So yeah, I think my holidays, um, I think I tweeted yesterday something about it being upgraded from um, completely awful to just mostly awful. <laughs> so um, it's a, it's an increase in quality uh, over last holiday. Um I don't really do a lot. Uh, this year was the first year I've had a tree oh. with lights on it uh, in a long, long time, maybe like over a decade. Wow. So that's that was a change. Uh, my roommate and I traded gifts, and I went to her parents' house afterwards. Um, well, got dim sum with some other friends and then went to her parents' house and 
made them mulled wine and had like a roast. So that was a very like traditional kind of holiday. But, you know, being at someone else's house, um, someone else's family's house is always a bit, it's different than, than like sort of either having your own family or having your own gathering. So, um, yeah, it was nice. It was kind of nice to see somebody else's family be a little bit strange for yeah. a change. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been a guest at like somebody else's family's house for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, since I was dating anyway, I guess like I went to what well, who was then my boyfriend is now my husband's um mm-hmm. family's once for Christmas. But yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing that happens especially when you kind of like don't have folks. So it's like, all right, well, if no one else is around, I'm either going to be watching uh, the new Star Wars movie over and over again by myself, or um, which is fantastic, by the way. That's not really a no topic spoilers, here. No spoilers. No spoilers. It's good. I'm spoiling that it. it's good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do you have a? Did you have anything traditionally that you did during the holidays that you did this year? Or? Well, we always have a tree as well. Um, this year it got kind of messed up. We, the last three years we've had a real tree because um, I like the real tree. It smells nice and it looks nice. And um, and this year it was making our cats very, very sick. So after a week and a half of cleaning up puke in the basement and worrying that they were going to die, we realized it was the tree and uh, got rid of it and instantly they stopped getting sick. <laughs> so um, so then we got an artificial tree. We bought a new artificial tree that's pretty wow. lit. Like, technology has advanced since I bought an artificial tree last. Uh, you can buy them with lights on them now and the lights change colors and it's really amazing. So. That's impressive. Yeah, we, we got like a real tree. It's... Um, um, big pine needle tree or whatever. I don't know. We got it from across the street. There was a tree place across the street from my apartment. Nice. And uh, it's about, let's see, it's about like three and a half feet tall. Aww. It's very Cute. small. It's in a planter. We may just keep it year round. Oh, like um, it's still rooted. Nice. Oh, no. We just, I just took the end of the tree and put it in a planter. I don't, it's not rooted. It probably will eventually die. I don't understand plants, so I just assumed I could put it in this thing forever. Um, the, the the younger cat, Prince, he's um, the sort of black and white, um, never-ending ball of energy. He was eating bits of the tree every day and then throwing them up in the bathroom. Yeah. But uh, didn't appear to be worse for the wear. Just was doing that as like a ritual. And <laughs> this uh, is Christmas tradition. Yeah. He also hid a bunch of things from the tree. There were different like items on it that are now missing. Right. Um, so you yeah, when you move, we're, we're pretty sure he has a hiding place. Um, but yeah, my, my roommate and I made ornaments and put lights up and it's, it was definitely a very intense, um, like, well, it took a lot of nog. Right. Yeah. We were drinking nog and that uh, Akavit, which we called Nogavit. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So then for New Year's, do you have, is there anything you do that you always do for New Year's or is it a new thing every year or what's, what are you doing for New Year's? Yeah, I don't quite know yet. I, a friend asked me, um, she's out of town. So she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I would hang out with you, but you're out of town. Um, 
every year it's a little bit different. Uh, usually in the past, back in Austin, I would have like a party with people or I would go to someone's party. Um, my ex and I would celebrate together some years, just the two of us. Um, there's usually alcohol. That's, that's a tradition, I guess. Um, I think it's lessened. When I was younger, it was always very important to just keep on drinking. Right. Um, and then when you're like 15 French 75 Zen and you realize that there's just no way you can go anywhere and you feel very ill, um, that's, that's less ideal. So I think I'll probably have, I have a bar in my house now that I built out. So I'll probably make like a nice cocktail for myself and, uh, do something, maybe like kiss somebody, yell, I don't know, whatever you're supposed to do, watch the ball drop. Um, but no, it's not, it is my, it's much more of my favorite holiday than, than Christmas. I like New Year's a lot better, Yeah. but, um, it's always like, I'll find out when people invite me what I'm going to do. So how about yourself? We usually go to, uh, friends or families to, you know, yeah. Hang out and dance. Like there's often like music on and people dance or play games. Like we usually get out board games or video games or. Crokinole, <laughs> that Saskatchewan tradition, fine Canadian game. Um, but um, but yeah, we don't usually like go out. Yeah. Um, Do you? I, I'm always amazed by like the number of people when you watch the the television specials for New Year's Eve. How many people go out on New Year's? And that's like it's ludicrous. It's it's never anything I've ever done. Um, and there are clearly a lot of people who do. Right. I don't know. It's always so cold and they must crowded. be group people. <laughs> they must be what? Group people. Group people. Because yeah. I, I there's absolutely no reason I would ever want to stand in a large outdoor area with a lot of other people. Like even for a concert, I'm just like, no. I I it's the same thing when I see movies where, you know, anything major is happening, people are outside watching it in a in someone's like open courtyard with like a giant TV and like, why aren't they watching it at home? What's wrong with them? <laughs> but I agree. Do you, do you stay up until after midnight? Yeah. Cause you have the kids, right? Has well, that been a newer thing? Yeah. So until a couple of years ago with the kids would go stay with my parents, my parents would babysit them and they'd go to bed probably before midnight. I think most of the time and we'd go out with friends, but now that they're older, like my youngest is eight she's capable of staying up to midnight and she loves it. And so we've been doing stuff with the kids instead, which tames it down a bit. There's probably a little less alcohol and, and dancing, but, but it's also kind of, kind of more fun. Like the kids are so fun and uh, they love the idea of staying up to midnight. So yeah, now we usually stay up to midnight, have friends, friends or family over, and then call it quits at like twelve fifteen, you know. Yeah. Oh, the ball dropped. Everybody <laughs> to bed. Bye. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 the plan this year. Games. That's definitely games. the the single person's thing, um, or at least the kidless thing, is to be able to stay up much later. But I I don't know. I've been staying up late all week, so I'm prepared. Yeah. I was up two nights ago until five in the morning. <laughs> um, I was up last night until about two. So. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens when I don't have work. I'm just I switch back into like old college or after college habits of reading all night. So yeah, 
<laughs> I find that um, on this holiday, I'm going to bed at the same time because I'm exhausted, but I'm getting up a lot later. Like I'm sleeping in way late in the morning, like 10 every day. And I'm like dreading oh, going back to work because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, aren't we all? <sighs> I all the upside, though, is it was the solstice a few days ago as well. And so it is getting lighter. Yes. That's, Makes that's nice at least. Here. Yeah. Do you do anything for the solstice? No, we don't. It's never been something that uh, my family or, or too many people around here really get into. Although I have a couple of friends who do. Do you do anything yeah. for it? Yeah, we usually burn something and drink. So it's not too different from New Year's. But um, <laughs> What do you yeah. burn? Um, incense, some candles, nothing particularly. I mean, there's no, I would do a bonfire, but there's, um, it wasn't convenient this year. So, um, your living room. Yeah. And sometimes I'll read tarot about, you know, the next six months or whatever, or, but I don't know. There's nothing particularly that I do. It's usually just, I try to acknowledge it. Um, I also do yoga all the time. So they talk about it in there a lot because it's, my class is also at 4 p.m., um, so usually when I'm done during the winter time, it's dark, uh, and during the summertime, it's not. So I can actually see the change of the day by going to yoga, which is nice. So I love the way the t- sun comes up at different times. I think it's like amazing and it gets so dark here in the winter so early. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really neat to see the progression. I think it's it's one of those things too, and I think this is why I brought it up. Is there are holidays like Christmas and New Year's that are unchangeable, like they they're static, they're always on the same day, and then there's things like solstice that are shifting depending on the actual season. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know. I kind of prefer holidays that are different depending on the season, or that that are different depending on what's happening. Right. Um, yeah. I, not always the same day of. Right. Calendar. Yeah. Yeah. That it, because it's like our planet and the year moves around, we should probably be a little bit more flexible. I don't know. I don't, I prefer those to the sort of man-made, like let's stick it right here and it has to be on this Thursday. Right. Easter is always the fun one because it moves around a lot. Oh, it does. Okay. Because it's the first Sunday after the first new moon or full moon after huh. the solstice. <laughs> it's the, yeah, it moves around. I mean, and it's based on Passover, really. Like, it's not. But yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's why it's sometimes in March and sometimes in April. I don't usually keep up with Easter. That's one of the ones that usually slips me by. Um, <laughs> if I do remember it, I usually have a corpse forever because I feel like it's apropos. But, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I think the. So, like, for me, the solstice holiday and New Year's are the big ones. Um, so we're about to have that. And I'm, I don't know, I'm excited. I think that there's always those things in my head about the New Year's. Um, I'm not a big, not a big resolutions person. I'm really curious to hear about yours in a second. But like, it's, it's definitely still a time for reflection um, in some ways, like to think about well, what would happen? What do I want to happen? What I want to have happen? I'm already planning a lot of travel for this next year. Um, like the first three months are pretty booked up. So yeah. Yeah. So what about you? What do you, do you do resolutions or? Um, I really love like the idea of like turning over a new leaf and like having sort of a marker each year. I don't usually do a lot for resolution wise. Like I try to keep it simple. I've never been 
I've never had to quit smoking. Um, and I've never been one for like swearing I'm going to exercise more or swearing I'm going to drink less or anything like that. But a couple of years I've, I've made resolutions that were just, they're almost more like mantras that I want sort of themes for the year. Like one year I remember I got, um, feedback, uh, it was work related feedback. I think somebody had used the word generous in a, in a review. And I think they had, they had said, I don't remember whether they said I should, you know, work on being generous or, or that I was generous. And I remember thinking, I'm not really a generous person. And I don't mean financially <laughs> generous. I mean, right. like, like as a sort of a core value. And I'd, I'd never really thought of myself as being generous. And I realized that I wasn't being generous to people. Um, and that, and so I focused on that for the upcoming year. And, and just whenever I was, facing a uh a choice where I'm like well what should I do here I'm like oh well my theme of the year is like be generous and so what's the generous thing to do here is it like letting the person have the bigger piece of cake or whatever or is it um letting them have the last word or letting them have the punchline you know just like like before you open your mouth or before you do something, think what's the generous thing to do here. And so that was, that was a pretty fun thing to do and it makes you feel good. And usually it's about shutting your trap or tipping 20% instead of 15. And yeah. I like the idea that most New Year's resolutions could be cake related. <laughs> totally. <laughs> definitely involve cake. In can I give them more cake? Give them less cake. I can make the cake out of less things. So no more <laughs> gluten. That's right. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever given anything up for New Year's. I um or Lent. I don't really do that. Like when I quit smoking, it was just a random day. Um when I Your cat's so noisy. Sorry. <laughs> it's awesome. Let me, let me fix that one second. It's okay. Edit. All right. Um, so when I quit smoking, it was on a random day. It was just a I decided not to smoke anymore. My ex-partner really didn't like it. So I think I got one of those vape pens or something and then did that for a few months until it broke. And I decided I looked too much like a weird wizard. Um, When I quit gluten, it was also just random. I did that for like six years. Um, I don't feel like New Year's resolutions have staying power. I feel like for me at least, um, both creatively and generally, if I'm not spontaneous, then it doesn't really work. Like I kind of have to decide usually doing yoga that I want to do something mm-hmm. and then just go do it. Um, so the other timing, like other people's timing or whatever, doesn't work as much. Right. Waking up on, you know, January 1st, 2016, I don't feel any different than I did on December 31st. Yeah. So. I mean, I try to like do some pondering think like leading up to new year's. Um, I find that having Christmas holidays, um, gives you sort of time away from your usual routine to think about, you know, what what do you want in your life and what do I want in my life? And um, and sort of, it's not like I wake up January 1st and start behaving differently, but um, I sort of have used this time to rethink what I'm going to do. Yeah. I had one There's- resolution a couple of years ago that was pretty fun to implement and it was to stop social smiling. I like stopped. 
That seems like it doesn't work with the generous thing, though. So you're less generous with your smiles. I think it was the year after. Miserly smiles. <laughs> it was when there was a lot of talk on the internet, and there still is, about, like, um, stop asking women to smile and 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 focusing on, like, how much effort. And I realized that a lot of the times when I would smile at strangers, especially, it was because I was nervous or because I was trying to... Um, make them feel comfortable. And so I started messing around with like, just not smiling at people, just looking at people neutrally. And yeah, um, it still gets me in trouble in the best ways. I love it so much. You get in trouble for not smiling. Oh, totally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like it really, there are some people who, don't like it when you don't smile at them. It's really weird. No, I mean, I'm not true. saying it happens a lot, but like more often than what you yeah. think. I mean, I, I don't smile at people and unless I want to. And so um, I just, I'm so used to walking around by myself that I don't, and I don't want to be talked to right. that. I, I just project like a, I'm not interested and I'm very busy kind of attitude. Yeah. Um, and I've noticed, yeah, it's a big difference between some friends and I, where they will get chatted up by different men on the street. And I have little interest in talking to random men on the best of days. Um, and definitely not not when I'm like trying to go somewhere. So yeah, I get accosted less often because of it. I just kind of, I'm stompy. And to my friend says when she's walking by herself, she's like, when she says she's like, wearing headphones, frowning and stomping very quickly. And I think that's kind of my attitude as well. Um, or my bicycle, which it's, it's hard to notice the facial expressions of people when they're biking by. Yeah. Probably bicycle is a good, good, uh, distancer. So it sounds like you actually kept up with that one though. So it's, it's been like a successful New Year's resolution. Yeah. That one I, I try to keep up. I try to keep a neutral face instead of a smiley face in, in public, like when I'm shopping or just walking down the street. I got caught yesterday though. Um, I let myself down. I think I kind of got used to, I, I don't get hit on that often anymore. And cause I don't know, cause I'm old. Uh. I wear glasses. Men don't make passes at girls who wear glasses. Is that how it goes? Anyway. Yesterday I had lunch by myself in a restaurant and uh, I was waiting for my meal to arrive at my table and a man at a neighboring table was finishing up his meal and came to my table and said, gotta love technology because I was on my phone. And which is Wait, you know, he interrupted you while you're on your phone. Not, not, not on a phone call, but like using like I was on Twitter or something. Yes, I was oh. head down. Oh. I had not looked at him. I had not made eye contact with him. But he came to my table and said, gotta love technology. And I'm like, eh. And I was like, but he was really like friendly and engaging too. And I'm a friendly and engaging person myself. So I really have to fight. Like this is why it was a New Year's resolution for me that one year is it's in my nature to be nice to people who are being nice. But he was... He wasn't being nice. Like I realize now, but it snuck right. it it snuck up on me, and and so I was friendly to him, and it got like he started asking like really personal questions really fast, and uh, like where was I from, and what do I do, and blah blah blah, and and 
and yeah, it got into like, yeah, it was uncomfortable. And then he promised me he'd buy me um, lunch next time that we were both at the restaurant. I'm like, <laughs> bye. Oh. I mean, it, yeah, th- those questions would be appropriate if you're like on a date. Or, right, or if we had a mutual acquaintance who was also there with us. Like, right. yeah. that's wild. So yeah, this is that- why, like, not smiling at strangers is a really, was a very, like, personal growth thing for me. It sounds yeah. not nice, but it's actually, it's it tells you a lot about other people. No, I think it's, I think it's plenty fine. I think that niceness is overrated. Totally. <laughs> I think that it's better to be honest than than nice most of the time. Right. Um, and so often you can be both. But like but right. when someone's um not really observing what should be fair and equal ways of treating other people, I think it's okay to not be nice. Um Yeah. Yeah, so there's that would be that's a good challenge for people who are listening. Yeah. Try to smile less. <laughs> give less give less space to people who want to come into your space. Right. And stop trying to make them feel comfortable. Like right. I feel like a um a lot of the times when a stranger approaches me, I start worrying about whether I'm being nice enough. And it's like, ah, this should not be my first like, Oh wow. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Usually when a stranger approaches me, I'm thinking, do they have a weapon? How, you know, well, this is um, just what are they like, going to want? Now he spoiled this restaurant for me. Now, he, now if he and I end up in that restaurant alone having lunch, now he thinks that he's buying me lunch. I'm like, dude, like on so many levels. No, like, uh, mm. anyway. Whatever. Yeah, I don't like that. And I think that the, did you, cause this is often what I hear from people is there, they'll say something like, oh, well, I have a husband or I have a boyfriend mm-hmm. or something to get away from men. Which is also, I think, part of the problem, because if we're always using men as like we're only legitimized in our freedom by not having by having a man, rather, that's I left this guy with the impression that I am not somebody's woman. Like I never I didn't resort to that. And I I make a point of doing that, too, is not resorting to I have a husband like and I do. Um, But uh that's not it's, why I'm not interested in this. Totally, guy. totally. No, these are problems too. I mean, I, I've been on dates with women before, and men will come up to talk to us, and it's like we're on a fucking date. Like, come on, um, because they don't recognize it as as such, and it's just like uh, okay. So that's when I started wearing pants. Actually, was I was like, I'm gonna wear pants again. I've been wearing dresses for years because I started having men come talk to your date and my date we're both kind of femme um and i guess they just assumed that there was no way that two wearing dresses could be lesbians but yeah i men of the world listen to us let this be your new year's resolution (laughs) talk to strange women don't approach women in public who you don't know it's okay just right at the end of the year at the end of 2016 you can go back to doing it but just for this year just, if you think that you know them and you're mistaken, apologize. Walk away. Yep. Yep. Don't. Yep. There's other ways to meet people. Don't put yeah, your it, hand on it, their it, shoulder or, or. Oh, please don't touch us. Yeah. yeah. Like just. Just never. Just pass on it for the next 12 months. You'll be good. <laughs> it would be good. That would be great. Um, yeah. On the reflection part, though, I think looking back at the year is helpful. I have a friend who 
um, the friend actually who asked me, what are you doing for New Year's? And I said, I'm doing nothing so far. Um, she wants to do this thing called like Year Compass, I believe it is. It's hmm. like yearcompass.com. And as best I can tell, it's a series of questions or reflections um, and sort of intention setting for the next year. Oh. So it's looking back, going over what happened, um, how it went, such and such, and then talking about what you want for the next year. I haven't done it before. I'll report back when I do. Um, she seemed really excited about it. I think her year was good. And I was like, I don't think my year was very good. So I'm not very excited to go back over it again. <laughs> um, but I don't know. We talked before the show about sort of the the holiday slump that you can get into by yeah. staying in the house. I think part of the not wanting to reflect back on the year is informed by me spending so much time indoors reading um, that I'm I'm just like, oh, everything's terrible <laughs> right now. So yeah, uh, although you might realize that you did do a few interesting things. Yeah, and I'm trying to journal more. I think that's something that I um, was doing better in past years that I would like to do better. And again, I'm using like uh, the day one app on the phone mm-hmm. and on my computer. Um, and yeah, by doing that, it also helps because I can kind of see themes and kind of, I don't know if you've ever mapped your moods or, or kept track of your moods, but when you're dealing with something like depression, it's like, Oh, it, I was sad on this day and this day and not sad this day. Well, what was different? Like also just seeing that things go up and down. Yeah. Um, so you don't kind of resign yourself to always being sad or something. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm thinking about like my year. I had a lot of events this year. I'm going to try that year compass thing. That sounds interesting. I mean, I had some major life events this year that yeah. I need to reflect on. Um so I got uh, laid off um, in April. And one of the things that I have done this holiday is a purge of all my stuff. Like I went through my office and my bedroom and like got rid of a bunch of like things that I don't use anymore. And, oh. and but I focused a lot on, <laughs> on uh, logo stuff, like stuff I'd gotten from my old company and Uh, there was actually a couple of things that I probably would have kept, but because they had those three little letters on them, I'm like, yeah, no, this has got to go. Yeah. It's been nice knowing you, but I need to clear. Cause I do still, I think I still have emotions wrapped up in that. I mean, it's pretty messed up. Um, so, so that's been good. I also, um, yeah, eliminated several Bibles from my collection of books. So that was healthy too. Because they were sponsored by your old company. Yeah. (laughs) They had those three letters on them. (laughs) No, that's definitely healthy. I, I'm not a stuff keeper. Um, I, I'm like an anti hoarder. Yeah. Uh, my, my ex and I had at one point in time decided to get down to a hundred things a piece, like only a hundred items, which is a, if you've never tried doing this, I recommend it. Like just, get rid of everything you own except for a hundred things. Um, it's, and like uh, before you ask, like one of those hundred things could be underwear. You don't have to have like limited hair. Like you can have a a few categories. Like, okay. I decided that a few things and I, you know, it's flexible. So to me, books were not a thing that I was really worried about. 
And neither was like underwear or socks. Like I need to be able to get dressed. Um, and I wasn't really, I don't, but, but the shirts or like, um, pants or dresses, those were, those are parts of it that I didn't, I was like, I, I need to limit myself on these. Um, and because of that, like in the past few years, I've been less cluttery. Like mm-hmm. I was never super prone to it, but now it's almost impossible for me to clutter because I own almost nothing. So I don't, I, I've gotten to the point where my apartment no longer looks like a spy lives here. Um, there's some decorations now, but for a while it was very Spartan. Um, just because I didn't want to be a person who had so stuff. much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it weighs you down. And I think that it was a big positive change. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's another thing you can try to do is just like limit limit the number of things that the you have. Things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a few things like collections of stuff that I just have because I like them. Yeah, I try do, do try to get rid of them when I once I don't like them. But it is a bit weird to get rid of a collection. That's an interesting exercise. Oh, totally. Um, to like hold to like you spent time getting these things, but you suddenly realize you're not really into them anymore. Like, how do you go about going? Yeah, no, I'm really not like, I'm so not into that anymore that as a group, I will get rid of like 20 of these things. It's kind of a hard hurdle. Yeah. I don't know. I've never had to deal with that except for books because I would never really been a collector of, well, I guess I take it back. When I was little, I had baseball cards. Oh yeah. Um, I got rid of all of those. I sold those, um, for very little money. I thought it was going to be worth something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I used to collect magic, the gathering cards. It was all when I was smaller and, and at different points, I got rid of everything. Yeah. Um, when MP3s came out, I got rid of all my CDs. Um, yeah. And the books have been the biggest one. Like I was up to, six or 700 books when I was in Austin. Wow. And then I sold most of them, um, replicated most of my collection on a digital format, but, uh, it was mostly so I could move because I moved to Portland with, with a small hatchback. So now I've started building my collection again and, um, notably only women. Oh yeah. 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 Which is fun. And I'm having to add on my, my bookshelves modular. So I'm having to add more shelves because I'm, I also have a friend who runs a bookstore and so it's dangerous. I go visit her and I buy like four books every time. Um, like but I'm also women and women first. Is that no, the bookstore? no, that's the bookstore in Portlandia. Yeah. Which I is actually, know. um, Oh God, what is it called? It's called in other words. Um, and nice. in, in reality, I've been there. It's good. Um, no, it, hers is called Another Read Through, and it's a used bookstore, and that's where I go to Lesbian Book Club. Very nice. And so I buy a book a month for the book club. Usually when I go there, I buy other books. I think I bought like six books from her this month. Um, a couple were gifts. But because of that, I've also been reading a lot more. That was something I, not as a New Year's resolution, but as a, a thing I want to set my intention towards is that, and this is back to the hobby thing we talked about a few episodes ago, I wanted to rediscover this. I wanted to like be as an avid of a reader as I was when I was younger. Um, and before Twitter had taken over and a lot of other internet stuff had kind of like taken my time. So I've been reading pretty constantly. I'm like, I've only read 50 books this year, which is less than I wanted to, Wow, but that's one a week though. That's amazing. Yeah. And in this last week I read like five. So, um, cool. because I was in, indoors a lot. So I want to keep on doing that. 
and just sort of, um, yeah, collecting books that I've read, I guess. I started, uh, the year off pretty good. I was reading a book every couple of weeks, I think, but that trailed off. Well, probably about the time I got my, lost my job and life got turned upside down. So, but yeah, I should, I should, I hate saying I should. Here's the thing about resolution is you always say I should. And I'm trying to get that out of my vocabulary because you either, you do or you do not. Like there's no should. And yeah, I thought you were going to say there's no try. I know. That's taken. It's true. But uh, yeah, I I hate should. Like stop putting a moral value on something. Like should means is like if you don't, you're wrong. And if you do, you're right. And that's just so weak. I hate that way of thinking in myself. I don't care what other people think, but like, um, yeah. You're nicer than me. I get bothered by other people's shoulds as well. Well, I do too. Because I'll, you know, this happens a lot in social engagements where I'll say something like, oh, let's hang out. Um, Let's meet up and do this or whatever. And then sometimes the response will be, well, I want to, but I really should stay home and read or really should study or really should have some personal time. And and my thought generally is just like if you if you really wanted to do that, you would have done it already. Yeah. Um, this is most notable when I was in college and um, people would say something like, well, I need to study. And, and I'm like, well, OK. But then I would ask them later on, so how did studying go? And they'd be like, oh, didn't really get done. I just kind of tried for four hours. Yeah. Like if you just actually studied for an hour, you wouldn't need to try for four and then you could go have social time. Um, yeah, I try not to be other people's mom about stuff like that, but I mean, you do hear people saying that stuff yeah. a lot. I did. Yeah. I think I like, um, at some point in time, something in me snapped and I became very disciplined about a lot of stuff. And, right. um, and well, when it's I say frustrating because you hear other people going, Oh, like, how do you do that? How do you read 50 books in a year, Brooke? Yeah. How do you do all the things things I say I'm going to do? And I don't pretend I'm going to not do things I'm not going to do. Like, yeah, I say no a lot. I don't go out to every social engagement I get invited to. Um, And I don't kid myself. Like, oh, I should do X. Well, I'm never going to do X. So I'm not going to say I should do X. Right. I get rid of a lot of stuff that I don't need. Um, I delete emails constantly. Like just, yeah, saying no is really helpful. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah i i'm definitely more judgy than you i think though on that because i'm i'm just like oh come on like i make try not to have expectations of other people like if people ask me for advice or listen to my podcast i will tell them but otherwise whatever yeah. people you'll figure it out it's it's better if you figure it out on your own than if i tell you you're way wiser than i am i i don't I do generous, have a few years on, yeah. So it's true. I don't think that generous is the right word for what I do. I think mine's more um, uh, forceful. I don't know. Maybe I picked this up in my generous year. It's possible for me. I just am like, well, I, I mean, you could be generous with advice. I think is a is a phrase you could use. But for me, I just like I have a very like particular way of being for myself, and so I think I end up holding other people to that. And maybe that's something for the new year. I can be more <laughs> more patient and forgiving, or or more patient and yeah, less yeah. less generous with advice. 
Well, everybody, everybody has shit going on in their lives, right? Like we don't know really. So yeah. So uh, that's true. I mean, is there anything particularly that you're looking forward to in the new year? Uh, I'm looking forward to traveling again. I'm looking forward to coming to Portland again. Uh, that's yay. Um, what else am I looking forward to? Oh, I went snowshoeing today for the first time in like ever. I rented a set of snowshoes and there's not enough snow here yet for it to be really great. But, um, I'm going to try over the next couple of months. Hopefully there'll be more snow and I'll rent them a few more times. And if I'm, if I get really into it, then next winter I'll get myself a, my own pair of snowshoes and... Can you explain to our North American audience, whether our non-Canadian audience or our non-snowy audience, what snowshoeing is? Well, snowshoes, I mean, people know it. They look like tennis rackets for your feet, except that um, they've come a long way and they're now made out of aluminum and they're really awesome. They just clip onto your boots. You don't have to have like special footwear or anything, but uh, they let you walk sort of on top of the snow and not sink deep in so you can go places where there are no paths. Mm. and um i mean i was out there today in a field i didn't go far from home and again the snow was not deep but it was like just me and a bunch of rabbit trails it was so awesome um to be walking on snow that nobody had walked on yet and you know see where the animals go and it was weird there'd be like this bunny trail Mm. and then partway on the bunny trail there would be this flattened out space and i'm like what were the rabbits doing here and i we probably (laughs) know what the rabbits were doing there but i'm like this is kind of cool like it's bunnies hopping along and then rolling around in the snow for a while then hopping along again it was (laughs) (laughs) i like it but so it's one rabbits having sex yeah, it's one of those things, though, where you're literally just walking. It, it's like walking around is made more interesting by the fact that you're wearing snowshoes. Right. It's okay. <laughs> it is, All right. It's like I could also just trudge through the snow. You could, but no. But or no you could. Said, I spend 30 bucks to rent snowshoes for a couple of days. And, do you ever cross country ski? And I am terrible at it. This is oh, okay. why I'm not skiing, is because you have to be mildly coordinated. Mm. to uh to ski and i am the opposite of coordinated so i went to uh uh, go tubing the other day we (laughs) went like tubes and went down um mount hood has a ton of snow there was like a foot of fresh powder it felt it was just like a lot of snow um to the point that was you couldn't make a snowman we were trying and it was like too fresh yeah um but yeah, it was really, really fun. And so I'd like to do that more in the new year too. I have, I'm not used to being in places where there even is snow. Right. Um, so it's, yeah, it's something I get to try. Like it's something I get neat. to enjoy. Yeah. I like being super outside neat. and like warm, like the cold doesn't bother you when you're like super active. So. Right. Yeah. When are you, uh, when are you traveling down to the, to the States again? Date's not set yet. I'm hoping like probably February, but I don't know. We'll have to see. Cool. Yeah. When there's yeah, some I, business justification for it. I think I figured it out. I'm going to San Francisco um, three times, uh, January, February, and March. Wow. I'm going to New York in February. Um, I'm trying to plan a trip to Scandinavia. Um, there's another tool called Hopper that I started using recently. We mm-hmm. can put the link to that. It's an app on the iPhone. And it lets you uh, pick some dates and like see what the flight prices might be. Oh, yeah. And it gives you a lot of like tips. So it'll say something like, 
in the next three months, the price will go up by three months by $300 or go down by a hundred dollars. So you should buy now, or you should buy after this date. Um, so that's kind of cool because I, I, I often buy tickets spur of the moment. And so this way I can kind of plug in some aspirational trips and then watch for the best price. Cool. Um, I used it to buy tickets to go to San Francisco here at the end of January. And it was, it found me round trip tickets for a hundred dollars. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So, yeah. I'm spending a hundred dollars to go see a good friend of mine and, uh, it seems like a worthwhile trip. Yeah. It's like a nice dinner out. $100. Yeah. Jeez. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be a thing that happens. And I don't know, other than that, um, I think I'm still settling in in Portland. Yeah. And so a lot of my new year is going to be continuing to do that. I've been doing yoga regularly. I've been going to, um, I am like a, member of a sauna and spa place. And so cool. been doing that a lot more often. So I guess I'll just keep on doing the same thing. And you're podcasting more. And I'm podcasting. You have another podcast. Tell us about your podcast. More. Oh yeah. So I have another podcast. It's called, but with context. Um, the idea being that, and it's also with another person who works with you right. at the company that I used to work at. Um, because I can only podcast with people who I used to work with. It's a real, uh, so it's it's a uh, it's because we both like butts and we both like talking about them and we make a lot of jokes about butts and other things and so and also because we decided that having context for things is important. Sure. So we're like going to tell stories and have context. So we've had two so far. The second one came out yesterday, and it's um, yeah, it's a silly show. Uh, we've talked about date, like sort of. This is maybe back to the point about the restaurant thing, yeah. like unintentional dates where you're saying you're saying yes accidentally you're so nice to people that they end up taking you out on awkward dates it was a super episode yeah and then we talked to the today or the episode that came out yesterday rather um we talked about networking and how we both hate it and how we both hate events that include it right um so it's us kind of being curmudgeonly about seeing people in publicly um but i don't know i think it's enjoy and butts yeah and i usually have a so far, I've had a blooper reel at the end, which is a lot of us just saying, um, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> um and then the cats, which you've probably heard this podcast as well, because it's morning time here in Portland and the cats are running around like mad. There are lots of background noise. My kids are home today, so there might be kid noises in the background of mine too. I don't know. Even as like a non-parent, I kind of enjoy it when kids run into a room, like yeah. it's happened on some podcasts I listen to where it's like the kids just like, Hey. <laughs> It's kind of adorable. It is kind of adorable. Are you uh are you planning how far ahead in the year do you plan? Um hmm. Well, I mean the things like just plan anything, like life events, you mean? Yeah, I guess just like when you're when you're thinking about 2016, like are you thinking about the spring or are you thinking about what you want to do next summer or fall? Things you can do in Saskatchewan are very different from season to season. So Okay. Like summer is definitely camping time. So, so planning camping is a necessary part of planning summer, but it's, so that's further ahead than most activities I'm planning right now. Like usually I'm planning a couple weeks in advance and things get put on the calendar, but. Hmm. I mean, having kids, they go back to school, I guess. Yep. Yeah. They'll have school January to June. And, uh, so that affects what your plans are too. 
Although it means that you're more free, right? Because you're a, you're a work from homer. Sort of, yeah. Like there's more stuff you can get done during the day as far as work or or like personal things you want to get done. Yeah, I think I get to plan a bit further ahead. I'm I'm also trying, and this is maybe another resolution or pseudo resolution. I have never really been good at saving money. Ah. Like I just don't. I live. I, I was. I saw something the other day on Twitter that was talking about how like some ungodly percentage of people who make between one hundred and twenty and one hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year like are living paycheck to paycheck. Right. And I don't make that much money, but I'm still very much paycheck to paycheck. Um which is a lot of poor planning and a lot of just like treating myself to nice things. Yeah. Uh, and this month I've put away a good amount of money and haven't spent it and I'm about to get paid again. So nice. that was cool. Yeah. I'm going to try to keep doing that. And I think that's more towards the planning. I've yeah. never really looked much further than about a month ahead because I deal with depression, other things where like planning ahead is hard. Yeah. But I'm I'm trying to really, really take note. And I've got um, a pretty major thing planned for the fall. Um, and and so I'm kind of planned for that as well. Yeah. And uh, and that's going to cost some money. So it's like a good time to get better at that. Yeah. Yeah. And saving money. I mean, it's hard and not hard all at the same time. Like there's a, there's only one way to save money. Yeah. Like put it where you can't spend it. But it's also very hard to do, like because give it all disappears, away. right? It like, does. It really does. Yeah, yeah. And the, and I think that back to the generous thing, like I, um, I'm the kind of person often where if I have a dollar, then ten of my friends have ten cents. Yeah. Um, right. And it's nice to spend time and money on friends too. Well, I like to help out, yeah. but it is also can get me in trouble because then I'm like, oh, if I had to you know, have someone buy me lunch because I didn't have any money, then buying other people lunch wasn't necessarily helpful. So unless it's building relationships, which is good. Yeah. But right. I know what you mean. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And then building relationships is valuable, but I think that people can like us without us being, um, yeah. Yeah. Without giving away all of our stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but well, I hope that this new year is pretty awesome for both of us. And I'm, I'm also really glad we're doing this podcast Me now. I think it's going to be cool to see how many we can get in the can for next year. Totally. Awesome. Uh, should we wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. Awesome. Okay. So just a reminder that you can find us on iTunes and on Twitter at grownups underscore FM. And we will link to a bunch of the things we talked about in, on uh, goodstuff.fm slash grownups slash 23. Happy New Year, Brooke. Happy New Year to you as well. 